which all achievements in life rest. The foundation upon which all exploits in life rest. The foundation which, if it is not there, all other successes cannot stay. This foundation, if it is not there, all other successes will collapse, crash, and end up in shambles. I read from Matthew chapter 7. We have a Bible. Please open with me to Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 29. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 29. Are we there? Therefore, whosoever heareth these words, sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will like him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it and it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings the people were astonished as a doctrine for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes Amen Raise up your head here we have two buildings. One built upon the sand. Another one built upon the rock. Storms came. Winds blew. Thunder came. One house that was built upon the rock stood firmly. It didn't fall. The other one that was built upon the soil fell. Not that it fell. Jesus said the fall was great. So it fell woefully. It fell greatly. Amounted to loss of investment on the, on the part of the building. So I want to look at uh, three subtitles. I want to tell you the necessity of foundation to a building. And I will tell you why should you have this foundation? I will also tell you life without solid foundation and then I will give you some practical examples. So when we are talking about foundation, the two buildings that we consider, what are, are determined the standing firm and the falling down of each of the building was what? The foundation. And when we are talking about a building, we are referring to you and I. We are buildings that Jesus is talking about because he said, those who hear my words and do it, I will like it to a house built upon the rock. Those who hear my words and they do not do it, I liken them to the other house built upon the sand. So you and I, your life is the building. That is being, being built. But for that, let me quickly tell you the necessity of a foundation to a building. And as I begin to talk about it, 
Don't begin to look at any structure around now. Begin to apply it to your own life as a building. Apply it to yourself. Okay, this point, how does it apply to me? Number one, it is the starting point in any building. And it goes down inside the earth. It is not easily visible and it is not easily appreciated. The starting point of any building. It goes deep down inside the earth. Meaning that it is not visible and it is not easily appreciated. The same way for you and I. The starting point of your life. That's the foundation. It is not appreciated. It is not visible. Not seen by people. So people don't usually appreciate it. They don't usually talk about it. Number two, it carries the whole weight of the building. The weight of this building is on this foundation. If the foundation crashes, the building crashes. Because it is the foundation that carries the weight of the building. Number three, the strength of the foundation determines the actual strength of the building. The strength of the foundation determines the actual if you want to talk about the strength of this building now, it is the foundation. If this foundation is not solid, then this building cannot stay. Those of us who are here, when this roofing was being made, if you come in here by then and you see the amount of plants that is upstairs, you will be amazed, you will be afraid. It is really much. Interlocked interwoven really much the amount of money we spent here hallelujah to jesus in fact there is none of our churches where we spent so heavily on the roof like this place all the three other places the setting and the arrangement of the plants are not as much as close to one another as this place people who came here before we did the ceiling they usually marvel they said ah Money has gone into this place. Now imagine the weight. There was a time I was looking at it and said, is this, is this thing not too weighty? And they told me, it is to allow for strength. But despite that far, the strength actually lies on this foundation. Imagine if this place had been a marshy place. Eh? Inside a marshy place that has water, that cannot stop. What will happen to the weight? It just collapse. Number what? We are going to number four. The strength of the foundation determines the future of the house. You want to talk about the future of any building? It is the strength of the foundation that will tell us whether that house has a future or not. Number five. The foundation determines the ability of the building to withstand the storms of life. The foundation determines the ability of the building to withstand storms of life, pressures, problems, storms. For example, we come into this building, we shout every day, shout, hallelujah! We shout every day, we scream, we use Heavyweight equipment. Anytime we had praise night or praise service, the kind of equipment they brought here, every time we have had that, 
was usually or were usually more powerful than this one we are using. If you are able to stand by the side of the speakers, your heart will be vibrating by the time the speakers are sounding. So if this building will continue to stay in the midst of pressure, storms, problems, when there will be storms, there, there have been storms that met us while we were in service, blowing all over. It can either stay or it will collapse. Number six, the higher a building will go, the deeper the foundation must be. The higher a building will go, the deeper. You don't think the kind of foundation you do for this building. On this side, I think maybe we have probably three blocks, maybe two underneath and one on top of the, of the ground. And on this side, I think we had six, five visible, maybe one or two inside. You want to build a 10-story building. Can you just limit it to that? You want to build a skytrapper like a co-house. Can you limit to the kind of foundation you have for this place? The higher the building will go, the deeper the foundation. Hallelujah to Jesus. I can't remember precisely, but I know it should be around 10 feet or 15 feet deeper. Those of us who have been to a uh, powerhouse at Tonodo, about no rest powerhouse, you know it is held by just one pillar, one pool. Pastor Tule told us one day that that pillar, that pillar has a depth of 10, I think 10 to 15 feet. Down, 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 down. Because of what it is going to carry. By the time you look at this one now, this one might not be more than the maybe two feet or so. Or three. Probably two or two and a half. But because something is going to carry weight, it has to go down. If your life will go higher and higher into higher dimension of success. Then before you begin to climb or begin to build higher, what you labor to do first? You dig the foundation of your life. Down, 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 down. Number seven. I will come back to explain all these points. The time spent on foundation looks like a waste of time, but actually it is not. All the time that is spent digging the foundation, the resources, everything, is like a waste of time. It's like you are wasting time, you are wasting money, you are wasting effort. Why are we allowing this thing to go underneath, beyond the earth, when we will not be able to see it? When it is not visible to ordinary eyes or to even visible eyes, let's forget it and begin to build upstairs. It looks like a waste of time. Number eight, the foundation cannot be left undone for proper building to continue. It must be done first. Have you ever seen anybody who is building say, let's forget the foundation because we are in waste. We want to do it quickly. Let's continue to build no need for foundation. Have you ever seen it before? Have you ever seen such a building before? They don't need to dig. They just begin to build up. Number nine, to correct or change the outlook of a building, it must start with foundation so that the building will be solid. If you want to correct or you want to change the look of the building, you go back to the foundation. Or else, 
Some changes may no longer be possible once the foundation is laid. So that is telling us in lesson that once a foundation is laid, some changes may not be possible. Some things may not be possible again. The foundation makes certain things to be permanent in the man's life, whether good or bad. So the foundation, the building we are talking about today, as I've told you, is your life and my life. You must lay certain foundations for your life if you attain success in life. Without this foundation, success is a mirage. Hallelujah to Jesus. Are you with me, somebody? Amen and amen. amen. If you will achieve success in life, you must build a foundation for your life. Foundation. Without that foundation, success is daydreaming. It's not possible. And whether you believe it or not, everybody is building a particular foundation for his life and for his future. Whether positive or negative, whether good or bad. I built some foundation to get to where I am now. And to get to where I will be tomorrow, I need to build some foundation today. For you to be where you are today, in any aspect of life, it was because of some foundation you built yesterday. Let me quickly go to the aspect of marriage. Many people want to change the outlook of their marriage, but they forgot it was not in the foundation. You want your wife to begin to do some things. You forgot it, it was not in the foundation. You want your husband to change overnight, suddenly, to begin to do some things. You forgot it, it was not there in the foundation. You forgot, you didn't look out for that. You didn't place value on that. You didn't love that. The only thing you look for in that woman is love, or lust, or beauty. You never look out for some other things. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. If you are arrived during the last couple's fellowship, you understand what I mean. Some things that we overlook, which we never deem fit to place value on, by the time our marriages are now growing, we want to see them. It doesn't come like that. And that is the reason why many homes are experiencing hurts, damages, pains, divorces, and separation. May your own never be like that in Jesus' name. As young adults or youths who want to excel in life, there are some foundation, foundational arrangements you must put in place now. If you want to make it in life, you want to excel, you want to make excellent, you must put in place some foundational arrangements. Very, very vital. The absence of these things will bring problems to you later in life. Let me inform you that youthful age is the time of preparation. Youthful age is the time of laying of foundation. Let me tell you, people, by the time you are 35, 40 years, some things will no longer be possible for you to do. Whether you pray, you don't pray. Hallelujah to Jesus. It will no longer be possible. By the time you are 40 and above, you have crossed the border. For example, if you want to brighten your memory before you click the age of 40, that's the best time. For a woman, it is before you click the age of 30 or before you begin childbearing. A woman who starts childbearing at 22 and 23, uh, he has started the journey of memory depreciation. 
You will not understand what I'm saying. But I know what I'm telling you. At my age now, it's too late for me to begin to put back one step, to begin to cram. It's too late. It's too late. Whatever I have top tiers now, whatever I use now, is what I have packaged here some years back. And whether you want it or not, problems, trials, challenges, storms that will put me to test will come. That will place a demand on the word of God that I know or that I don't know. Am I communicating? We are just laying the foundation anyway. We soon go into it. So youthful period is a time of laying foundation for the future. For example, in your career, you need to lay solid foundation. In your profession, the profession you want to embark upon later in life, you need to lay a foundation. For your marriage, you need to lay a foundation. In every area of life, but now I want to generalize, I want to speak of just one foundation that covers all areas of life. This foundation is needful for your academics, needful for your finances, needful for your marriage, needful for your career, needful for relationship, needful for all aspects of your life. And that is the spiritual foundation that you must lay. So the foundation we are talking about this evening is spiritual foundation. Everybody say, let me hear you. Spiritual foundation. Foundation in spiritual matters. Foundation in spiritual things. I know somebody will say, is it that simple? And that is why he has been laboring since morning. What is that difficult or what is that important about it? It's important to very, very important. Thank God that many of us we have been coming to the church for some time and we are regular in church. It is good. But I can notice a deficiency or let me say deficiencies in many aspects of spirituality in our life which I want you to make sure you build it even if you are married. Thank God for the married ones who are here. Thank God for you. If you discover that it is not yet there, take time. If it is three months, you will concentrate on it. Six months, you will concentrate on it. One year to build any of this foundation because whether you believe it or not, it will matter somewhere in the future. Whether you believe it or not, it will be needful. It may be tomorrow, it may be next year, it may be three years from now so that you won't begin to regret that, oh, I wish I had done this. I wish I had known this. May God help us in Jesus' name. Say a big amen. amen. So what is the foundation we are looking at? So let me call it the foundation of godliness and deep spirituality. So I will define it like that. The foundation of godliness and deep or sound spirituality. So when we talk about godliness, you might want to tell me I'm godly. I know God. I'm born again. Fact. But that is not all we are talking about. Deep spirituality. Sound spirituality. Many of us who are here sitting have not been able to pass this test of deep spirituality. Many of you are just at the borderline. Amen and amen. 
Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah. Please permit me to intercept by making this announcement. Please, children and the others, please don't make use of the children's toilet. There is a problem there. You can make use of the rest three uh, outlets. Please don't make use of that one so that there will be complication. The plumber is coming to rectify it tomorrow. Please, the escrita is not flowing. So if you make use of it, it may cause too much odor coming to this place. So come back to what we are talking about. Deep spirituality. So let me quickly tell you some of the outlook of this godliness. Number one, you must be genuinely converted from your sins. Very, very important. Converted from sin. Stopping sin. Totally. Not living a sinful lifestyle. Number two, you must have given your heart and your life to the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. I know you will tell me, Pastor, all these are easy. I've done them far. I know Jesus far. I have tough commissions in far. But if you have not talk, please talk. Hallelujah to Jesus. Do you know the sin we fail to stop today may stop our destinies tomorrow? Hello, people of God. Did you hear what I just said? The sin you fail to arrest today may arrest your destiny tomorrow. The sin we fail to address today in our lives. It was that thing in the life of Judas that he failed to address. You know, greediness or greed, covetousness, love of money. It was that that truncated his destiny among the apostles. He could have stopped it. He could have uprooted it. He could have done away with it. But there was a day when that day he showed up again, it was too late for him to stop it. And that was what led to his waterloo, led to his problem. So young people, I know what I'm telling you. Thank God, we have been into marital business for some little, little years now. We are still children. When it comes to marriage, we don't know anything. But I think I know little. Amen and amen. Do you know many of us, it was the sin or the carnal behavior or the fleshly behavior that our mothers and fathers could not take away from us when we were growing that will not trouble us in marriage. True of us. I want to marry the woman. True of us. They are giddy that the woman did not leave. By the time she gets married, what will happen to her? Is it true? They tell me another one. The pride, the stubbornness, the greed, the selfishness, the secretive lifestyle. They say, You this boy, where have you been to? Daddy of Mobitola, Mobi Mobitola, who go by Marie Nakiloma Maji. So, what am I saying is, whether in marriage, whether in finances, whether in academics, whether in career, whether in any area of life, any sin we did not remove today can destroy not only marriage, can destroy our finances, can destroy our career, can destroy our life. 
So, foundation of going against sin, knowing God, serving Him. Let's continue. Commitment to obeying scriptural injunctions. That is, you are committed to obeying the Bible to the core. It's one foundation that you must dig for your life now. You are committed to the Bible. Another one, commitment to the principles of holiness in spite of all odds. No matter what happens, say, I'm committed to only living. I'm committed to only life. I don't see a husband and a wife who are committed to holiness that they will fight often. Honestly. That they will have too much problems. The only problem they may have initially is that they might not be too rich if they are committed to holiness because they are not cutting corners, they are not following godly practice, but at the end of the day, they will break through. I'm telling you, praise the Lord Jesus. To so the glory of God, I was saying something in church yesterday. I was not saying those things to brag. I was not saying those things to boast to. I said sometime ago, many years ago, we stole somebody's ex. And I said, well, don't cover your pastor. Stealing is uh, stealing. One woman said, I for all that year and get You know what I was saying? That poverty will make you a sinner more than riches. I was saying this. Some people say, Pastor, don't talk about money. Don't talk about getting money, getting play. I say, if you prefer poverty, poverty will make more of a sinner out of you than, than riches. If you are rich, you have good food. Food items at home. Will you steal somebody's garden? You have good shoes. Will you be looking at all the next to ship to steal? Hallelujah to Jesus. This is Android phone. I have one. I have another one. I have a better one. Will I be watching to steal a phone? Am I communicating? Listen to me. I don't want to go too far from my message. So when I was saying it, I said, well, it was a particular chicken that belonged to a pastor nearby because of those who are not there yesterday. So they go and say, Pastor, our pastor is a thief. The chicken was disturbing us in our house. It was really disturbing us then. That was at Oshoku. So it got to a state, it will enter our kitchen, enter our rooms, just at will. So it got to a time that it was laying eggs. <laughs> so, and as it was layers, I'm not teaching you. So we are just picking the tea and doing what? I can't be sorry. Later we knew it was the, the chicken of our pastor friend. And we couldn't tell him about True to God. Kill us Come on, Praise the Lord. I'm not talking to yesterday. By the grace of God now, in my kitchen. I have not just one crate of egg, not two. I think we have up to three or two and a half in the kitchen now. So say money. How many crates here? Two and a half crates. Two times twelve, twenty-four pieces. Abi, Abi, Oh, thirty, sixty plus fifteen pieces, seventy-five pieces. And I think here we still have another half of crate here. So we have up to about ninety. Pieces of eggs. Now, check my own way, you Mr. Dana Mola no chicken. Eh, Nikato. Eh, you know, my dear, you tell me, I need a repetition. What am I saying? 
we started with poverty. We started with suffering. We didn't have anything because we are committed to holiness, godliness, scriptural principle. I said it yesterday. I don't know the number. I, I don't know the number of things of meat that I have at home now. I know it is not three, it is not four, it is not even twelve, it is not even twenty-four. By the grace of God, I'm not bragging. So would I be tempted to go and see and kiss me? But we have kept the foundation many years ago. Now it is paying for us. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. You may tell us, Pastor is not saying anything new. Yes. When you dig the foundation, you take time to build yourself on the foundation of holiness, righteousness, commitment. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. To the glory of God, to the glory of God. To the, today I have given out 5,000 naira as gifts to people. To Romi Lara. Honestly. A couple met me at the junction just I was about to drive in and they were crying. They were crying. They were telling me they are blind. And you know that this is God is also. As I was doing my quiet time last week and I got the truth in the scripture. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me that to establish that covenant into my life, I should set apart a particular amount of money to God alone that I will not spend. That I will enter into a covenant with Him with that amount of money. And I said, okay, God, I, I answered Him. That was not last week, that was upper week. So, some money were coming to my hand. That 2000 500 be my car. For specifically, I think Sunday to Sunday, eight days, Sunday to this day, how many days? Yeah? Last Sunday to today, how many days? Yeah? Four days. So, five days. So, the money I've been in my cup for 13 days, I left it there. I said, God, I will give you this money. Then I went to minister in another place. They gave me 2,500 naira. As I got the money, I said, God, the money you said I should give to you, I leave this aside. So together. So I was looking for something that I will buy for God. That will not be my own. I will buy for God. Because God has spoken to me. I had understood what he wanted to call me. So I just got to that induction. So the couple came and they were crying, shedding tears, crying. They didn't want them, they couldn't know me. I said, okay, take this one. Go. Later, Brasimo called me that somebody was looking for was told, Somebody called me later when I came. Brasimo told me blah, 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 blah. Later, that person came again. Said he's a pastor, he's this and that. And he had a name. He mentioned exactly he needed 2,500 naira. I went to the other one, gave him, go. Am I communicating? I have paid my dues. I have taken time to dig my foundation. So today, it is not difficult for me to give out money. I don't know if you can reconcile what I'm saying. Because we ask me, Pastor, all this only you are talking about, how can you deliver money to your hand? How can you bless you? If you are still struggling today, I bet it with you. Unless you change your life. If you don't change your life, times are coming that you, it, it will be easy for you to give away 100,000. 200,000, 300,000. I listen to me. Amen and amen. amen. The amount of money we have given out in our home this year 
as give to people is not 100,000, not 200,000, my brother. I'm not bragging, but I'm telling you what I know to be true in the word of God. But the time you are digging this foundation, let me take you back to the name points I gave you. I said it is invisible and it is not appreciated. When you are digging the foundation of your life, people will not appreciate you because you will suffer. What they will see written all over your face is what? Suffering. They will say, these are people. They don't know anything. And your friends will be making it. All our friends that were making it when we were suffering, how many do we see many of them that are making it today? Because they didn't dig their own foundation. They started their own building from the top. So when the storms came now, what happened to them? They fell. Dig this foundation that I'm telling you. It takes time. It's like a loss of investment. It's not appreciated. But at the end, it will pay you great dividend. So I'm telling you, commitment to the Bible, commitment to the things of God, another foundation, striving to overcome temptations and live above sin. You strive to overcome temptation. You live above sin. It's a foundation you are digging. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You heard that somebody gave us a church bus. Is it 500,000 naira? Is it 1 million naira? When I went online to check, Madame Larry, be on your feet. When I went online to check, I discovered that due to dollar rise and naira fall, that bus is now between 2 and 3 million naira. Now, does this like that easily come? Are you with me, somebody? Things like that, do they easily come? Do they believe it is a million naira? Can somebody just rise up one day and say, no more pastor? How many of you here have ever given this to one million naira before? I know you are giving. I know you are doing your best. But how many of you have given one naira offering here before? But when I was digging the foundation, people thought I was mad. When I was digging the foundation, people thought I was going nowhere. When I was taking time to dig the foundation, when my wife was with me digging the foundation together, people thought we would die as poor people. They thought we would die as church rats. And God has not started anything. You see anybody that took time to dig the foundation that I'm telling you this evening, deep spirituality, it pays off for life. And I'm telling you, those who don't take time to dig their foundation, just like Jesus said, he said the storms came, the winds blew. I want to tell you, storms of life are coming. Whether you prepare for it or you don't prepare for it, they will come. Amen and amen. Ask my wife whether our marriage has witnessed storms or not, she will tell you. Storms. But because we have taken time to dig the foundation, ask somebody whether this ministry has experienced storms or not, they will tell you. Whether this church has experienced storms or not, they will tell you. But your foundation, let me, it is not the goodie goodie you are eating now that will deliver you. Many of you youth will like goodie goodie life, tantalizing your future. Biggie and biggie your future. Hey, if you are biggie to tantalize it today, 
and Mr. Big, you will become Mr. Small tomorrow. God will raise you up later, but you will learn with sweat. You will learn through a hard way and tell you. I'm not cursing you. I'm not cursing anybody. I'm telling you. In fact, those of us who claim to have dug this foundation, once in a while, God comes to check you. When you discover it is not yet thorough, He will stall your movement. He will put a barrier, a limitation on your growth. <laughs> Hallelujah to Jesus. People, you know, I don't, I don't collect salary. But I know what I'm telling you. People might have been giving you a gift of uh, maybe 1,000 naira. 1,000 naira. After 1,000 naira, what should you do? You graduate. He considers that that foundation is not thorough. He will reduce you to 300 naira. Come and check here. Even if you are not a man of God, you discover that your finances are problem. Go and check your life. Don't attribute it to enemies. Check yourself. Say, God, where am I missing it? Is there a lesson you want me to know? How many teachers are here? Teachers. Okay, teachers. Please, can you stand up? God bless you. I like being practical when I preach. Is it possible that a student in your class, that in all his subjects, he has 30, 30, 30, 30 over 100, you now promote him when they gave them card. So by the time you resume, September 14, we go to next class. Eh? Praise the Lord Jesus. What do you do to him? You will repeat the class. What of you, sir? You promote it, they will bribe you with money. I know you are in private school. So they will bribe you. After all, you are teaching the daughter or the son of a secretary or what the name. This brother is a big man. No? I won't wait. You know what class he was. There is one of the top executives in the last thing that is in. His child is in it. You will bribe you, you will pass him. You will write in his result. Excellent. Go to the next class. What of mommy? What of you, sir? God bless you, sit down. Many times we have not got thorough foundation and we want God to promote us. He will promote us. That's the reason why we have problems. I want to get a chitano. I want to get you away, Mary. It is you. Amen and amen. I have often seen God do it. Do you know? So I said, God, increase this church. Increase this church. I'm ready on a Sunday now. We are almost, when we come readily, we are almost 200. We have, steadily, we have 180 adults. We have between 60 and 80 children. So almost 200. God increase us to 500, 1,000. God will begin to test me and is doing it. People around me don't understand me. He will test my patience. You will test my endurance. You will make this brother to offend me. This sister will offend me. This one, all of you at the same time. And one thing will say, blast them. Talk to them. And the day God see that I did not pass that, I blast this one very well. We just reduce me. Say, repeat your class. Am I communicating? Repeat your class. Because that foundation is yet to be thorough. Repeat your class. The money I told you this morning, if I fail to give those two people the money, 
I will repeat the class. <laughs> I just discovered that money is no longer coming for me. Honestly. Go and check it out. Anytime God is ministering to you to sow a seed and you refuse it, but you cover it. <laughs> That's what many of us don't know. Anytime God is telling you. <laughs> I told my wife sometimes last we were going for a meeting and I love to give good offering. But I said, in that meeting, I only give 200 naira. And the Holy Spirit told me, give 500 naira now. Yeah, I will give 200 naira. So I have about 200 naira. I have 400 naira in my pocket. And there was a 500 naira on my table. I was looking for it. So by the time I wanted to go, I suddenly discovered it in my pocket. So I put it at the last. The 200 naira in front, the 500 naira. So by the time we got to the meeting, they said we should give offering. I thought I have 500 naira in separate pocket and the 200. So I just took the first one I could find and I brought and I said 500. Ah, 500 naira. The Holy Spirit said, I have told you in the morning. It's 500 and not 200. And I saw people dropping 20 naira, 50 naira, 20 naira, 50 naira, 20 naira, 50 naira. They told me it's 500. If I should fail that test, my brother. Amen and amen. I did a meeting for somebody. Listen to me very well. I did a meeting for somebody some two weeks ago. That person didn't give me anything. Didn't appreciate me. Yesterday, the person just came for me and gave me 10,000 naira. You met that mama. She came to give me good money. If I failed the test of 500 naira, it will never cross her mind. And let me go and see this man give up a dig this foundation. Commitment to the Bible. Commitment to the word of God. Commitment to giving. You are giving today, you have not seen the reward. Don't worry, it's coming. You are only today. God has not blessed you. You are faithful. He has not blessed you. Dig the foundation first, please. You are building cocoa houses. All of you here, I see your life as tall or taller than Cocoa House. Amen. You didn't say amen. amen. It's only an analogy. You know, we are talking about beauty. Many of you here, you are very, very, very great. You are great brothers and sisters. Great men and women. Great! But because God is taking you to a great place, and let me announce to you, the greater you will be, the more your suffering will be you. <laughs> and that is where you dig the foundation. The greater you will be in life, the more your suffering, your passing truth will be. Another foundation, before I begin to tell you some other practical things, is that develop and manifest the fruits of the Spirit. Please, all these fruits of the Holy Spirit, nine. Go and bring them into your life. Walk them into your life. Say, God, let this fruit manifest in me. The fruit of love. The fruit of joy. The fruit of uh, self-denial, self-sacrifice, self-control. Begin to pray it into your life. I have discovered, people of God, goodness. The gift of what? The devil went to that person. Who got used for the car? Say, but you two are good. He said it three times. He said, You are good. 
Yes. And many times that I had the occasion to minister to that person, it has been at a time that was never convenient for me. They won't give me notice. They say, Pastor, come on, so, 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 day. We have something to do. I will cancel everything to my detriment, to my dissatisfaction. If I've not learned to build that into my life, it won't come. Am I communicating? Self-sacrifice, fruit of the spirit, self-denial. Some of us will talk the day your helper wants to assess you. We just put you amongst of people, just be looking at this artist for a little bit Ah, the Many of us don't know that it only a 10 naira change, 20 naira change, 50 naira change goes a long way. It is part of your foundation you are digging. I'm telling you. It is part of the foundation. Ability to do selfless service to people. I told you the first car we used. When the car came, he came from an unexpected quarter. Babaluti Bay that usually comes here. We have been ministering this church for four years. Transportation money, they will not give us. Anything, they will not give us. I will go for Bebadon to Shoko for Bebadon to Shoko for Bebadon. I will leave Oshoko around 8 p.m., get there at 10 p.m., we put the VG by 5 p.m., I must be back. I mean, 8 p.m., 8 a.m., I must be back in Bebadon. And we did it for three good years. No appreciation. I will pay for transportation of people, church members from Oshoko carry them there. And when God, compensation will come. There were pastors in that church. And God did not send that person to any of the pastors. It was myself who was not their pastor. Then she come and give us a car. Dig your foundation very well. Dig it very well. And another one foundation. Ability to hear and discern the voice of God. It's what foundation you must dig you. If they will come, pastor will not be there for you. Prophet will be scarce. So you won't see them around to tell you, don't say the Lord. No. If they will come, prophets will even confuse you. Sisters, look up. Praise the Lord. It has often happened. Don't do it when it is your turn. People will like it. Names of three people or four people, they will go into Prophet Baji, Prophet Baji, say, Mary, hey, what's your name, my brother? They will come, God bless you, see that. Then they will come to Prophet Pinfolua, the pastor, don't place prophecy on me. They will come to Prophet Pinfolua, Prophet Pinfolua will say, take number two. They will come to Prophet Fumilaya, Prophet Fumilaya, she will take Mary number three. And then they will say, okay, let's go to Prophet, uh, what's your name? Nomaladi. Prophet Samuel will say body number four. The total confusion. Which one? Prophet Baji said one. You said two. You said three. Which one is she going to marry? Tell me. All of them. You <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't do. All of them. Amen and amen. Are you with me? Do you want to hear the truth? It is not any time that the words of prophets agree. How many people understand what I'm saying? It is not every time that the words 
of prophets agree. Many times, somebody wanted to commit me someday. Only a me prophet, 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 no matter what will it be? What will we see? Who are we? Who are the pastor Kule? Who are the best in Kaka? Who are the pastor Kule? Who are the pastor Kule? But Pastor Kule, but I like my wife. I'm sorry, when you call her, she could like it. Oh, I'm going to be ready for it. Pastor Kule, I'm going to I'm going to be ready for it. I'm going to be ready Praise the Lord. He was looking for a way out so that I will say contrariety to the voice of the prophet. Say no way. Make sure you take the foundation of hearing from God now. Hear God personally. Hear him well. If it has not been happening to you, Take time, seven days fasting. Lord, I want to be hearing your voice. I want to be hearing your voice. And if you cannot fast, don't worry. Eat. Banku, banku. Eat. Where? I begin to pray. God, I just want to be hearing your voice. I want to build this foundation for myself. I said something here on Tuesday. I said, whenever you want to speak something that is private with anybody, you don't say it in the public. It's true of us. Mr. Jayoba, you want to tell me something that is confidential to you about your life. Will you stand up and say, Isaac, by the grace of God, grace of God, I want to build a 50-story building. And I will do the foundation tomorrow. Sir, come to my site to do the value. You stand up and you begin to tell me like that, sir. How will you tell me? God bless you, sit down. Private things about your life. God may not send a prophet to you. Do you hear me? Private issues that have to do with your life. God will prefer to corner you and speak to you personally. So when you have not done that foundation. So before I begin to write God, make sure you know God. Son, do his way. Let me quickly tell you, I want to round up in the next few minutes. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Life without solid foundation. Number one. Challenges and storms of life are bound to come to everybody. But if you don't have this foundation, you will clash. It is unfortunate to see people who have been rich who are behind them place and they are suddenly falling to grass.
Oso ki owo wa atoro wa ko diku ko lo le ju pe ka ku lo. Ja o pe to ba ti ku ko sa tu se mo. Sugbon ti o ko je pe kini ye kan fe ri ni ki la tun ya se bada. To ba tete mo ju opo ki lo ma ma wa pada. A mo wa solution ninu tani. Ninu tani. Ninu Christi ninu Olorun. Lo sogun. Oh my good God. I know somebody. I will not tell you too much, but I know somebody very close to me now. God has blessed him. He has built the house. He has landed properties. Anything to me, landed properties. When I knew him, he has a very good car, and he has other cars he uses for transportation that he gives out to people. Very okay. In fact, the first day I met him, he insulted me because he was well to do. He insulted me to my face. I didn't offend him, he was the one who offended me. And I tried to point it out to him. He insulted me. And I collected his phone number and called him and I was saying, Sir, but, yeah, who are you? I don't want to know you. Later, after about a year or so, he, I went to him. I said, Sir. He was avoiding me. I went to him. I knocked the gate of his house. I said, Sir, what you said the other day is not right. Because of this, because of this, because of this. I said, But we can't afford to be fighting. I'm not fighting you. You can't afford to be fighting me. It is better. Let's reconcile now. I don't have any apology to attend that to him because I didn't offend him. In fact, he offended me greatly. Hallelujah to Jesus. Are you with me? And so I made up with him and he said, okay, no problem, no problem. And we amended. And we became friends. But when the storms of life came upon this person, because the foundation was not there. All this foundation I'm talking to, it was not there. It fell. In fact, he's owing a lot of money. Owing many people. In fact, he's owing my humble self. <laughs> if I would declare to you. Now. For you to know how bad it was. And there was a time I needed to go and give that person money to feed somebody that was rich, influential. Ah. If somebody who purchase a Highlander Jeep, I think he's a poor man. Answer me. No, sir. I don't know Highlander Jeep. also to Highlander Jeep. If you want to buy Highlander Jeep, there's a lot of money, sir. Grade 8 to Kumo. TJ doesn't even know. Pardon like how much? Tarot is on Okay, she no man put in moto. It's like how much? Yeah? Eh? Well, we don't know. Just tell us, send me a month. 2010. Yeah? Four million. I want one point five. Okay, let's agree. One point something. Islander. Lila. Praise the Lord. Amen and amen. So if somebody, are you listening to me, people? Are you listening to me? If somebody, when he was okay, can afford to buy that kind of a vehicle, 
and now is living from hand to mouth. Why? Stop staring at me. I wish you were here. If I were to go Hello, somebody, do you want to hear something? There are things your prophets will not see, they will not hear. But because you have done the foundation of hearing from God, you will see. You will hear. You will know. So I'm talking about life without solid foundation. Another reason why you must have any success without solid foundation may end up in shambles. You remember Job? How many people remember the story of Job? You remember? He was wealthy. What to do? But suddenly, what happened to him? Satan fought him and he did what? Well, Peter, oh, can I tell you some truth? Praise the Lord. Do you know most of the real people you are seeing? They are surviving on loan. They are babala debtors to banks. Do you know? <laughs> you don't know. Praise the Lord. Most of the people we see, the reason why we don't know that they are having problems is that because they have big cars, they have pot belly, and they have big houses, you don't know. They are seriously in debt. Seriously in debt to banks. Go and ask Mr. Jayu about he's close to some big people. I, I think if we are, do you agree with Mr. You agree with what I'm saying? You also know, I know what I'm telling you. Big people. Hey, hey. Most of them are gone. They are only surviving because of what you see on ground. Loans, 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 loans. You see, loan to repay loan, collecting loan to. How many people understand what I'm saying? Sincerely. Collecting loan to repay loan, collecting loan to repay loan. Somebody came here and he was Abelaga. He began to tell me how he's collecting loan to repay loan, collecting loan to. And when you look at this person, there is a good car. Storms will come, tell your neighbor, storms will come. Prepare for it by digging a good foundation. It shall be well with you in Jesus' name. My time is up, but I want to bring to your hearing some life story which you must have had me shared before. True life story. You will see these names if you Google it. But because Google is a social network media, they will not want to offend anybody. They may not tell you some of these things. Rasima shared one of the stories I want to share with you some time ago 
when he was sharing with us here. But listen very well to these stories. Hallelujah to Jesus. Are you with me? Listen very well, then we close. I have to have closed, but because I started late. But we still close at the right time. Is somebody listening to me, please? I want to read, so listen well. There is this man called John Lennon. He was a singer. He was a musician, an English musician. Please help me to check the children that don't like the noise. He was an English musician who gained worldwide fame. What did he gain? Worldwide fame as one of the members of a group called the Beatles. He had a singing group that they called the Beatles. Now, sometimes they interviewed him. And Jerry is interviewed. He's interviewed with an American magazine. He said, listen to me. Christianity will end. It will disappear. I do not have to argue about that. I am certain. Jesus was okay. But his subjects are too simple. Today, we are more famous than Jesus. He said that in 1966. And after saying that, he was shot six times. And he died at the age of 40. He became an instant success. I told you he gained worldwide fame. They knew just that you know Michael Jackson now. The Green. Thank you, sir. Some of you, you know some names that I don't know. Just like you know Mickey Minaj and some other names. Abby? Uh -huh. You see them on the internet. Just as you know Maheda, or what do you call her? Uh -huh. Worldwide fame. Known everywhere. But he said, we are famous than Jesus. Because he didn't surrender his life and they shoot him six times. He died at 40. Another person, this one is by name Tancredo Next. He was an ex president of Brazil, but he never really reigned. In 1984, during a presidential campaign, listen very well, when he was campaigning to become a president, he said if he got 500,000 votes from his party, not even God could remove him from the presidency. Did you hear that? If he was able to get 500,000 votes, not even God. I'm telling you, life without the foundation of spirituality we are talking about. Unfortunately, unfortunately, he got the votes and he was elected as the president. But a day to his swearing in ceremony, he contacted a disease and he died 39 days after. He never assumed the position of the president. He was never swearing. He said, if he got the vote, God cannot remove him. But God couldn't even allow him. Listen to another story. This one is named Kasuza. He was a bisexual Brazilian singer and poet. When they say somebody is bisexual, you know what that means. Eh? He could have sex with boats. Eh? With both sexes. During a show in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, while smoking a cigarette, he poured out some smoke into the ear and said, God, that's for you. He poured out his smoke. God, that's for you. He was successful, super successful. But what happened? He died at the age of 32 of AIDS in a horrible manner in 1980. Listen, 
There was this ship they called the Titanic. How many of you have heard about it before? God bless you. The ship was the greatest ship ever built that was made not to sink at all. It was made to be unsinkable, not to sink. It was the largest ship afloat built to be unsinkable in 1912. It was 882 feet long and 82 feet by breadth. 882 feet long. You check it on internet, you get it. And by the time it was about to sail, they gathered all the who is who of the world. Most of the wealthiest people on earth, they gathered them and put them inside that ship. But look at where the mistake lies. They now interviewed the captain of the ship to know how safe the ship would be. And he said, not even God can sink it. Not even God can sink it. There were 2,224 passengers on board. During his first voyage, it crashed. First voyage, the ship that they said not even God can sink, he struck a block of ice or iceberg and he split open and cracked. It was only 705 people that survived out of 2,224 because they didn't know God. This is another one. Marilyn Monroe, she was an actress, an American actress. Billy Graham, how many people have heard about Billy Graham? He's an American evangelist. Visited him, visited her during a show. Billy Graham said, God directed me to minister salvation to you. And she told Billy Graham, I don't need your Jesus. A week later, she was found dead in her apartment at the age of 36. All these people succeeded greatly, but because they lack what we are saying today, they crash. Another person, praise the Lord Jesus, Christy Elwitt, she was a Jamaican journalist and entertainer. She said, the Bible was the worst book ever written. Bible, world book. In 2006, she was found burnt beyond recognition in a motor vehicle. Burnt beyond recognition. And this one that I said, Brother Simon shared with us. Listen, in Campinas, Brazil, a group of friends, they were drunk, drunk, totally drunk, and they went to pick up a friend. The mother accompanied one of them to the car, and she was so worried about the drunkenness of her friends. And she said to her daughter, holding her hand, who was already seated in the car, said, my daughter, go with God, and may he protect you. But this lady responded, only if God travels in the trunk. Do you know the American language for trunk, that is the boot. The mother said, go with God, because she saw all of them drunk. Said, may God protect you, said, God, if only God can do what, stay inside. Say because inside here it is already full. That is inside the car is already full. Hours later, news came that they had been involved in a fatal accident. Everyone died. The car could not be recognized as to what type of a car it had been. But surprisingly, the trunk was intact. That is the boot. A car that was badly damaged that they could not tell 
go there from the car and everybody in there, the booth was intact. And when the policeman came, he said there was no way the booth or the trunk could have remained intact. And when they opened, to their surprise, there was a crate of eggs inside the book. None was broken. Crate of eggs inside the boot. None was what? Because they sent God to wear. So God was inside the boot and he protected the eggs. And lives perished. These are true life stories. People who did away with God. People who said, who is God? People who said, we don't need the Bible. He said, we don't need to pray. We don't need to know God. We don't need to be close to Him. And I want to round up with this story. I have read it to you before. But please listen very well. I will close with this. In 1923, nine of the world's most successful financiers, greatest leaders of the world, and richest businessmen, nine of them, had a meeting at Edgewater Beach Hotel in Chicago. How many people? Nine. Who are they? Nine. Eh? What richest men? Here was a group of the world's most outstanding personalities, men who had solved the secret of making money. Which secret are they solved? That means making money has become easy for them. Is there any secret about money? They are the nine most successful people in America and by extension in the world. Among them were Charles Schwab, head of the largest independent steel company, Samuel Insu. Please go and Google. You will find all these names on the net. They are there. And especially this one that I'm telling you, the account of how each of them ended up their life is on the net. You see it there. Samuel Insu. The president of the world's largest utility, Owen Opsi, head of the largest gas company, Ivan Kruger, president of the International Match Company, one of the world's largest companies at that time, Leon Fraser, president of the Bank of International Settlements, Richard Whitney, president of the New York Stock Exchange, Arthur Cotton and Jesse Livermore, two of the biggest stock speculators, and Abbott Ford a member of President Addis' cabinet way back in 1923. But 25 years later, listen to how each of them ended up after 25 years. Chaswa, the head of the largest independent steel company, he died penniless after living for five years of borrowed money. Can you imagine somebody who was the richest or one of the richest men in the world living for five years of borrowed money and he died without having a dime. Is it imaginable? When he stopped God, the foundation could not withstand it. They said he was known for his opulent parties, high-stake gambling, and a string of extramarital affairs. That is this man. Gambling, extramarital affairs, opulent parties. Do you know the meaning of opulent parties? Parties where they go and they end up Drinking heavily and having sex. Sexuality. He died of borrowed money. Number two, Samuel Insu, the president of the world's largest facility. He died in a foreign land of heart attack. Listen to this one. By the time he died, somebody who had been very rich 
His estate was worth 1,000 US dollars. How many thousand? That is everything he left behind. And his debt totaled 14 million dollars. Can you reconcile the two? All he had was how many dollars? His debt income? The debt. Is it reconcilable? Somebody who has been declared to be one of the richest men in the world. Lack of solid foundation. Number three, Owen Opsey, head of the largest gas company, gas company. He went and stayed, he ran mad. To tell you, money cannot prevent stuff when it comes. Another four person, Ivan Kuka, president of the International Mad Company. He committed suicide in 1932. He went to commit suicide. Number five, Leon Fraser, president of the Bank of International Settlement. He also committed suicide. For somebody to have committed suicide, don't you think we need to ask questions? Number six, Richard Whitney, president of the New York Stock Exchange. He was incarcerated and he was just released from prison before he died. Show the woman in Another person, two of them, they died broke. Another one, Herbert Fall, just released from prison. And another one, Jesse Nibamo, committed suicide. As I close today, please make sure you dig this foundation, whether single or married. Don't play your life gambling. When you have the opportunity to be in church, be there and serve God with total commitment to. When you have the opportunity to pray, pray it very well. When they say fast, fast to. Make sure you hear the voice of God. God is talking. Don't ever joke with church attendance. So. Read the Bible, your family altar. Don't pray with it to. You and your wife and your children. Make sure you dig this foundation. It will deliver blessing to you in the future. And it will deliver you from shame, from reproach, from storms. Storms are coming for everybody. Amen. Let him know that I don't any problem. How many people? I have known them before. No any problem. I read a book this afternoon. The author said there is a Ghanaian proverb. Said, when the beat of your friend catches fire, don't laugh and make jest of him. And begin to ask him, why did your beard caught fire or catch fire? You two go and look for a jug of water. Put it by your side. So that when your own fire comes, you'll be able to put it out on time. Because it is a common experience. I'm telling you. Marital tongues, uh, marriage, uh, academic, business, career. Do you understand what we said this evening? Did you understand it? Did you understand everything? It shall be one with you in Jesus' name. Back down your heads. I want you to pray. Lord, help me to build my life. 
this solid foundation. Help me, oh God, to be committed to you. Help me to build my life on solid foundation of godliness, righteousness, holiness, manifestation of the fruit of the Spirit. Knowing God intimately, doing the will of God, serving Him, hearing Him, help me, O God, to build my life on this solid foundation so that when storms come, it will not pull me away. So that when storms come, it will not destabilize me. Pray, pray, pray. We have seen people who succeeded career-wise, but they didn't succeed in marriage. 